Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. David Eby is now the leader of the British Columbia NDP and uh, promises that when he's sworn in within the first 100 days as Premier to take action on oil and gas infrastructure developments in the province. And what is that going to mean to British Columbians and to the rest of us in this country? Rob Shaw is political correspondent at Checked News in Victoria, British Columbia. He's the co-author of A Matter of Confidence. Rob, thanks very much for making time. How are you? Thanks for having me on. I'm great. Thank you. Uh, so, David Eby, uh, the only approved NDP candidate to succeed uh, John Horgan as leader and then premier. Can can you just give us the, the background on that and what the fallout is? Yeah, he was endorsed by all of the, pretty much all of the caucus and cabinet of the NDP government here. And he was going to be coronated as the next premier. But at the last minute, an environmental activist, uh, sort of from outside the party, uh, named Angelia Paterai, showed up to challenge him, and she used the environmental movement in B.C. to sign off a ton of members, had him on the ropes, it looked like. She may have out-organized him, and the party intervened and started putting its thumb on the scale and disqualified her uh, just this week. So E.B. is now the premier designate. Uh, he was saved by the party, and he'll be sworn in as premier in the next uh, couple of weeks, replacing John Horgan, who's retiring uh, due to health reasons. Yeah. Is there, is there fallout within the NDP over the decision to disqualify the other candidate? Well, for sure. I think there's a lot of new Democrats who don't like the idea of, um, you know, a middle-aged white guy passing off power to another middle-aged white guy without any sort of party vote. And there's a movement in the party. Remember, our new Democrats in B.C. are a kind of a coalition, an alignment of the environmental wing, traditionally, and the kind of union labor uh, we call them the brown and green sides, the brown, dirt, hard hat wearing union, natural resource, job, construction, New Democrats, and then the green, urban, environmental, eco-conscious New Democrats. And Horgan was on the brown side. Uh, Eby's a bit on the green side. Um, and the, the blowback is coming from the green side and the sort of environmental folks who are behind a Paterai who don't think this government's done a good enough job on climate change and, and some of the decisions it's made in the resource sector. So that's, that's where the, the split is, how it affects the party in the future. We're two years from a provincial election. Nobody's, nobody's entirely clear, but it's very messy internally. Yeah, for sure. And Andrew Weaver, the former leader of the Green Party, su- supported uh, David Eby to be leader of the NDP. So it, it really, well, for the rest of us, it gives us a headache. Well, politics makes for strange bedfellows. <laughs> sure does. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, Rob, uh, what should uh, we know across Canada about David Eby? What do people outside of British Columbia need to know? Well, he is an urban activist. So he used to, uh, he's a lawyer and he used to work for Pivot Legal, which is kind of a downtown east side advocacy group in our uh, Civil Liberties Association. He wrote a manual at one point on how to sue the police. So his enemies, and you'll hear a lot of this in the months ahead, they say he's a wild radical who is going to kind of veer the party to that woke leftist culture. He's actually more moderate than that, but he is definitely what we would call a lone wolf. So where Horgan was a pleaser and a conciliator and someone who got along with a lot of different people, E.B. has got that sharp, lawyerly, lone wolf instinct where he just kind of analyzes and, and goes. He's not a traditional New Democrat. He doesn't care who won the 1967 leadership race between Thomas Berger and Dave Barrett. Uh, like he doesn't. He doesn't bring baggage to the table that way. 
Uh, and in some ways, he's he's probably going to tilt the party more to the urban green side. So you're going to see this government do less of its resource projects, less of what it's got into trouble with in its environmental wing. It's approving the LNG construction in B.C. It went forward with our controversial Site C dam. It's supporting a natural gas pipeline. Those are things EB may not be so keen to follow through on. Uh, and I think he's going to change the tone of the government to a more urban, environmental, uh, kind of eco-conscious uh, government for sure. Yeah, and he said, has he not, that in the first 100 days as premier, he's going to take those actions as far as the oil and gas in- industry infrastructure growth is concerned. How's that going over generally in British Columbia? Well, I think there's a little bit of concern. Of New Democrats have tiptoed around that issue. We don't have a lot of oil development in B.C. We get it through a pipeline. We have a lot of natural gas development. And this government right now under John Horgan has encouraged that industry to grow. It is pro-LNG. We have a gigantic export terminal being built in Kitimat. Uh, EB is not quite as supportive on that. He, he wants. He said he's going to move to eliminate oil and gas subsidies, which in our province really means the subsidies for companies to drill um, you know, uh, natural gas wells and frack them to find more gas, which um, is controversial. And um, the subsidies in BC don't really work that well. There was a report recently on it. So I think he's going to take a big stab at taking money away from the industry, putting it into climate change uh, prevention. And I mean, that affects the rest of the country a, a bit, but um, we, we don't, we're not an oil power player. We're, we're more of a natural gas kind of player. And, uh, and that future of that industry, I think, is, uh, is going to change in B.C. Now, we're going to be speaking with uh, Professor Bro in Paris. He was formerly responsible for energy security for France in just a few minutes. He spent a lot of time on the air with us over the last numbers of months talking about the energy crisis that's building in Europe. I'm just curious how he's going to feel about what's happening or may happen or will happen in British Columbia. But here's another question I have for you. We spent uh, some time with uh, Alberta Premier Daniel Smith on this program twice recently, just before she was uh, elected the leader and then just before she was sworn in as premier. Now, there has been some friction and some fractious relationship between BC and Alberta in the past. Do you see, what kind of relationship do you see between David Eby and uh, Daniel Smith? Now, Mr. Eby has two years on his side. Uh, Premier Smith is going to be facing an election in in May of next year. What do you think? Well, it's, it's a fascinating dynamic, BC and Alberta's relationship. The worst relationship that the Horgan government had was the NDP Alberta government under Rachel Notley. They just did not get along at all. They were on opposite sides of environmental issues. And in fact, Notley used to work as a staffer with Horgan. There's a great, fantastic quote put out by her press secretary at one point when Horgan was talking about how he was friends with Rachel Notley and the press secretary had to issue a statement saying they were never friends. They were work colleagues. <laughs> that was a bad relationship. But Horgan and, and, and Jason Kenney, they got along really well. They actually, uh, Horgan joked last week, he thought about opening up a consulting firm with Jason Kenney now that they're both on their way out. Uh, Horgan was a pleaser. He found a way to chair the Council of the Federation and work with other premiers across party lines. EB is not. And I don't think we're going to have great relationships with uh, him, his government and the Smith government. I don't think they share a lot in common. And I don't know how EB is going to build those bridges nationally. Um, this government right now that he's taking over feels burned by the Trudeau government nationally on some things. And so they're going to have to work on that relationship. Uh, Horgan's pretty ticked off that 
We didn't get the health care funding for provinces that he spent his remaining political capital as chair of the Council of Federation fighting for. And he's kind of ticked off at Trudeau. So not great interprovincial federal relations for B.C. And uh, we're all watching to see how E.B. fixes that, if he even cares about fixing that. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.